Welcome to the Blood Brothers Podcast. I'm Ben Steiger, your host, and today I am joined by a special friend, Rob Groves. Rob is uh, just an incredible friend oh. to me. <laughs> too he, kind. Yeah. <laughs> it's not too kind. Uh, you know, Rob's jacked up just like everybody else, all right? You know, and we won't go there uh, this all morning because right. that's, uh, that's not what we're diving into. But, uh <laughs> Man, my friend Rob, God has just uh, supernaturally mm. implanted into my life uh, as a friend, as a brother, mm. as a dude that speaks into my life, as a dude that I go to for counsel, mm. and uh, just, man, to hear from uh, the Holy Spirit. Like, uh, God has just used this dude to help shape me mm. uh, as a man, as a husband, as a father, as a friend, wow. and... Uh, Man, I'm so appreciative of mm -hmm. them. But we're sitting here in the Rocky Mountains, wow. Colorado. It's beautiful. Yeah. This place is beautiful. It's a miracle, man. It is a yeah, miracle. Yeah, we're sitting on a miracle, dude. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> you know, one day I'll have to tell you guys the story yeah. uh, about that. But truly, it is a miracle. Yeah. But uh, what, what have we been up to? We have been... Doing a lot of hiking. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We've no doing doubt. A lot of sightseeing. I did um, the math. I did the math okay. last night. Uh, you know, I think we hunted five days. Yep. And uh, you know, if we just average our eight day or eight miles of hiking to ten miles of hiking a yeah. day, yeah. You know, I mean, we're we're at almost fifty miles. Yep. And on top of that, and I was training, training for a training half marathon. For a half marathon. That's right. That's right. I don't call people morons too often, but. That, <laughs> Man, that why do I hang up. out with this guy? Why do I hang out with this guy? That's what I ask myself. <laughs> uh, I didn't. No, I didn't call you. You didn't. You didn't. No, but we've been having a great time. We've been. Um, we've been hiking. Um, I. I don't know much about elk hunting. Um, super novice, and I love just watching you in the pursuit and. Um, listening to you call because your call mm. sounds so great mm. i picked up that bugle and i tried to call uh, last year oh, and it was man. garbage oh, no. <laughs> so i'm reduced to the hoochie mama you know that's all i got i just meh, meh, that's all i got but, yeah. I, but uh we've been we've been glassing um mountainsides uh we got to see a bull from about 250 300 yards away that was cool and uh, yesterday we had a really dope encounter yeah. um, with some cows and uh, saw a bull in the distance, but couldn't close the deal this year. But uh, it's all about the adventure. It's all about the time spent with um, my brother mm -hmm. from another. Yeah, man. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's been good. Yeah, it has been. It's been great, you know. And, uh, my call apparently is not that good. It sounds good to <laughs> sounds the good human to ear, but... Uh, <laughs> Dude, based on based on uh, our empty coolers, yeah, uh, not so good. I don't know. You know, I just think that again, in my in my limited experience, I just think that they just weren't turned on yet. You know, oh. they they weren't ready to talk yet. They were probably there, but weren't ready to talk. I don't think it was based on your calling or any lack of knowledge on your part. I think we hit some some bad timing with weather, yeah. and um, you know, they just weren't they just weren't active. It's kind of like I don't know. I, it's like bass fishing, and the and the heat hasn't. It's opposite, you know. The heat turns on, and the fishing the bass go crazy, you know. Yeah. And the the cool air hasn't the cool the temperatures haven't cooled yet, so the elk haven't turned on yet. So yeah. it's like I'm leaving at just the right time. Yeah, right. <laughs> it, it is. It's turning on. It's been hot and dry, but yeah. uh, you're too kind. Yeah. 
But uh, gosh, man, we've had an incredible time. And bears, there, yeah. there have been bears Yo, everywhere. I have never seen so many bears in my life. And uh, I, I was packing and ready to defend myself if one of them got frisky. Yeah, right. <laughs> and I had a tag, so, <laughs> so, so, so we were gonna be good either way. Yeah, and yeah. I've spent a lot of time in the backcountry without ever carrying uh, a sidearm, and yeah. I had one. Yeah, oh, oh yeah. And there, there were a lot of bears, <laughs> and uh, you never, never know. But uh, you know, I know that not all of our listeners <clears throat> are outdoors men or yep. outdoors women or share the same appreciation. But uh, you know, I used to go hunting. I used to think I was going hunting to. Uh, harvest an animal mm. and as time has gone on I have learned that uh, hunting for me is more about the process and of what God wants to reveal yeah. uh, to me now I'm not saying that that my goal is not to harvest an animal yeah uh, it would be pointless to buy it buy a tag or right. to, to go hunting with a right. with a with a weapon but uh, man anymore I come to the mountains I go to the field to the woods man just to hear from the Father. Yeah. There's something so special uh, to me when I get out in God's creation, away from the hustle and bustle of life, mm -hmm. man, where he just speaks and you bring a brother or two or three or yeah. whatever into that yeah. and, and you, you have intentional conversations in between the stuff yeah. and it's incredible what God does. But I'd love for you to share just a little bit of your story and uh, let's, 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 uh, let's key in on how God has used uh, the outdoors for you from from a young age, yeah. and then uh, just you know where that has has brought you yeah. in your in your pursuit of Christ. Yeah, <clears throat> well, uh, I grew up in the inner city. I, I'm from Seattle, Washington. Grew up in the inner city and did inner city things. Um, but Washington's a beautiful state. It looks like you what's know, that mean? Inner city things. Inner city things. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I mean, you know, I'm, I mean outside of nefarious activities i mean just inner city things meaning like you know we went to malls and you know we did we did city stuff you know yeah. we went to yeah. you know restaurants and rode the bus around town and maybe stole a few cars or two <laughs> <laughs> liberated and redeemed yeah <laughs> but I mean, we did you know we just we just did city stuff you know yeah. uh, but i grew up in, a, in washington and washington's beautiful like colorado there's parts of washington that look like this and mm. um, we had access to outdoors but you know, me and the, the homies that I grew up with, it, they weren't really into that kind of thing. But I was fortunate that um, I spent a few years of my life living a little bit outside of Seattle. Um, we moved to a small town about an hour and a half away from Seattle. And it was small town, small town USA. Um, and there was woods behind my house. Mm. And when I, when I went from the inner city to this small town, there was a bunch of boys all the same age that we lived on the same block. There was probably five of us. And we had a hundred acres of woods, right? Wow. But we had a development, but it butted right up to a hundred acres of woods. Yeah. And so we spent all summer building forts and BB gun wars, and you know, what I mean, <laughs> not airsoft, uh, <laughs> like real BB tell guns. Tell me, you had glasses yeah. on? No, <laughs> no probably not. <laughs> uh, this was the eighties, y'all. Uh -huh. <laughs> so you'll shoot your eye Yeah, out. exactly. So we were in the woods, and we were, you know, building ramps for our bikes and we were you know like I said forts and traps for squirrels and all you know I just I got to experience all that and it was so cool and um I, I just loved it and you know when, when I was a little kid I'd go to the woods mm. 
And we like when it was just all of my boys and I, like we felt like men, you know, Mm. like we felt like we were growing up. Like, you know, there was no parents around, no supervision. And here we are building our forts and, you know, you know, someone's taking their dad's tools and some nails and, you know, we were just doing our thing. And it just felt, you know, 10, 11 years old, you just felt like a a grown man. Mm. And it was the coolest feeling in the world. Uh, fast forward, um, I went back to Seattle and back to city living and got into, you know, worse, worse life, worse, uh, city things. And, um, I was in a bad place and I got, I didn't get saved until I was, uh, 27 years old. And, um, you know, from, I would say from 14 to 27, I lived, you know, like hell. You know, I got radically changed at 27, walked into church and heard the voice of God and met Jesus and just got rocked by the Holy Spirit. And I walked out completely different. Mm. And um, it was at that time that I realized that Mm. um, I kind of had an addictive personality, you know, like I really got addicted to things and I needed to find something that was um, that was not harmful, you Mm. know that I could do as, as a spare time rather than drinking and drugging and, and running around acting a fool. And it's like God just reminded me how much I love the outdoors and how much I love fishing and hunting mm. and being outside. And um, I felt like God was pulling me to that. And the first thing I did was went and grabbed a little trout pole and went to the nearest lake that I could find and um, started fishing. And um, that just ramped up from trout to bass to salmon to, oh yeah, I like hunting, I like being outside. Mm. And I felt like God was really drawing me outside. And it wasn't until, I don't know, maybe about 10 years ago or so that I realized that, man, when I was little, I went to the woods to feel Mm. like a man. Mm -hmm. And now that I'm a grown man, um, I go to the woods to feel like a little boy again. Mm. And it wasn't until we were just sitting here and you, asked me that question that I just realized that going to the woods to feel like a little boy again really taps into childlike faith. Mm-hmm. Amen. You know, because yes. why, why, else, why else would a grown man want to feel like a little boy? Yeah. You know, why, would, why would I want to feel like l- limited of being a child again? But if you think about it, going back to being a child, going back to being a little boy, <clears throat> the world is in front of you. Yeah. Right. Um, you're not hopeless mm-hmm. as a little boy. Uh, you, you just think that anything's possible, mm-hmm. you know, and Jesus wants us to have a childlike faith. Yeah. And so just as you started to ask me that question, I thought about that. I was like, yeah, that's why I go to the woods and feel like a little boy again, because it brings back that childlike faith that Jesus is good. God is good. Yeah. And everything's in front of me. And not a care in the world and I just believe that God's got right. it you know but right. you, when you're a, when you're a grown man and you start you know having the weight of the world on your shoulders to raise a family to provide to lead and do all the things um, it's hard to feel like that yeah but when you're a little boy it's like God <laughs> you're just sitting in God's lap he's got you so yeah. uh, when I go to the woods I feel like a little boy again and it just reminds me um, that I can be hopeful yeah. and I can trust yeah. God Dude, I love that. I've shared that quote from Rob G. multiple <laughs> times. I, I used to go to the woods uh-huh. as a boy to feel like a man. Yeah. And now I go to the woods as a man to feel 
feel like a boy. Mm -hmm. uh, man, you just, you know, ex you explained it in a deep way because it's like, it's like a reset. You know, the realities of life don't change. Yep. You know, like, like, you know, my world's still in Ohio, yeah. you know, things are still happening with the ministry, with mm -hmm. my family and reality is still reality. Yeah. But man, when I unplug and uh, I experience what you just talked about, uh, you know, it's not unplugging and abandoning responsibility, yep. but it's unplugging and allowing the Father to, to speak into me and to, yeah. to kind of give me that, that reset of perspective of what's going on. You know, I talk about climbing mountains, you know, and getting above the Timberline. We yeah. had or have a, an adventure ministry called Timberline. And uh, for those of you that don't know what a timberline is, it's a spot on a mountain where the altitude no longer allows vegetation mm. to grow. And, you know, a lot of people will settle, uh, you know, just on, you know, low, low ground, looking at the mountain saying, man, that is freaking beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, they won't even attempt to climb it. Yeah. Some people will start to climb a mountain and be like, man, this is awesome. And they'll get to like a little cliff and they'll be like, this is incredible. This is the most incredible thing I've ever seen. I don't need mm -hmm. to go any further. Uh, but for the few who are willing to put in the work and to climb the mountain, you yeah. get above timberline yeah. and all this, you know, so you get out of the vegetation mm -hmm. and all of a sudden you can see a whole new perspective that you didn't see. Yeah. And for the fewer yeah. that will summit, yeah. Holy cow, you get yeah. a, a 360 mm. in a way that you've never seen before. And so that's why I love going on adventures, why I love taking others with me on yeah. adventures. Uh, because with the right intention, man, we, we can pursue the Father in a way that He wants to speak and reveal what's going on in and around us yeah. in a whole new life. Where, where all of a sudden, you know, where we were so burdened by yeah. life circumstances, you know, marriage, parenting work yeah. you know this that and the other and we get up on top and we see this holistic view and we're like yeah Man. yeah i think it's just some, that i mean it's so important i mean that that'll preach bro i mean <laughs> that, that is preaching that's preaching yeah. to my soul um there's a there's a sermon i'm probably gonna write just from i'm gonna i'm gonna steal that and give you Come no on. credit <laughs> just on. like you would steal my quote <laughs> whatever i'm gonna give you credit you people see you people hear <laughs> uh, I just think it's important for men to find their thing, mm. you know, find their thing, the mechanism, the healthy mechanism that can help them connect with the father. Yeah. Um, whether it's running, um, it doesn't, I mean, it just doesn't have to be anything athletic or adventure, but I mean, anything, whether it's running, it could be music, it could be anything that, um, that helps you connect with the father that helps you reset um, like you said, it's not abandoning all of your responsibilities, but it's reminding yourself that you don't, you don't do all the heavy lifting. God does. Mm, come on. Right <laughs> you know there. what I mean? Yeah. God does all the heavy He's lifting. And, and when you find that thing that, you know, you need to have this time that you spend with the father, just you and the father. And if you can do it with friends, that's great. Yeah. But, um, I just encourage any, any guy listening to this. Uh, if you happen to stumble upon this, what Ben and I are talking about is just, you know, it's, you know, one part Sabbath and just finding a way to reconnect with the Father mm. in a healthy way. Yeah. 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 And sometimes it 
it's just going to a park yep. you know or some sometimes it's hours of disconnection mm -hmm. sometimes it's days or week or yeah. you know whatever but uh you know silence and solitude is a core discipline yeah. of seeking and pursuing yeah. you know the father yeah. you know be still and know mm -hmm. that i am god you know yeah. his voice comes as soft as the wind whispers yeah. through the pine and yeah. we got to slow down mm. we got to sit and just listen yeah so i love it yeah so dude in our relationship uh you know, words of affirmation are big to me in, in a lot of relationships, but, mm -hmm. dude, we have some powerful words of affirmation between the two of yeah. us. You know, the way that uh, you speak into me. And, uh, you know, I believe that you would speak into me regardless of whether or not I ask because uh, I've recognized just your connection with the Father in a different way than mm -hmm. a lot of people uh, have. And, man, I want... Uh, I want God's word, mm -hmm. words to speak, you know, into my life. And uh, man, I so appreciate uh, your boldness, mm -hmm. uh, but your encouragement mm -hmm. and your love. And, Thank you. you know, words of affirmation are so powerful and so few people mm -hmm. do it. Mm -hmm. But uh, man, I want to just uh, affirm you and uh, your incredible belief and trust and God's provision, your faith in him. And, you know, I've seen you go through highs and lows. You know, you came to Cincinnati preparing to do a church plant in yeah. Seattle and, yeah. and God closed the door on that. Mm -hmm. and, and you were struggling to understand what was going on, but yet you didn't lose faith. Yeah. You know, you stayed connected to the father and, you know, and that's, that's minor compared to so many things, right. you know, that you, you have experienced in life. And, uh, your trust and faith just continues to grow and you inspire me and oh, inspire you. others. And uh, having Heath, my youngest son, with us uh, this week, mm. it is such a gift uh, to have men like you in my life to come alongside me and to uh, breathe life into mm. uh, my son and, and my daughter, Bailey. Yeah. Uh, that was here. Yeah. Just, man, so, so good. But, Thank you, man. I appreciate that. Oh, dude. That's awesome. I appreciate you. Yeah, your family's yeah. great. Love the Steiger family and um, love all of these kids and, and what God has in store for them. I think he's just going to blow your mind, man. Come on. Yeah. I love it. Hey, uh, so in closing, I'd like you to give uh, our listeners uh, one final word on, on God and creation. I think that whether you are um, an avid outdoors person or not, you know, hunting, fishing, adventure person, um, I think that you need to spend some time in God's creation. Mm -hmm. um, he doesn't, I mean, we, you don't have to be crazy like Ben and I and spend eight, ten days, two weeks <laughs> in yeah. the woods. Yeah. Um, but go for a walk. Go for a walk. Um, and you can be in the city and find some, you know, find a park and, and go for a walk and, um, and listen to the Father. Um, find a way to listen to the Father by being outside and being in His creation. Um, there's something about us just all coming from the dust mm. <laughs> and coming from the earth and being am amongst the elements, um, that I think will just fine tune, uh, your knower, yeah. your knower in the way that you can just know that, you know, yeah. that God is you, speaking you to your thinker. heart. Yeah. You got yeah. your, this is your thinker, <laughs> your knowers right uh, here. And you know that, you know, right here in the, mm. in your heart and where your heart and your gut connect. That's why they call it a gut feeling. Um, yeah. there's something about being outside, uh, that will just help you hear the father's voice. 
Um, a lot of people struggle. Was that me or was that God? And I just think the, the more time that you spend in God's creation um, in solitude, I think it will fine tune that, um, that ability to hear God's voice. Mm, that's good. Yeah. That's good. Uh, and secondly, words of affirmation. What would you say to uh, our listeners, viewers, uh, in regards to how they use their words or reserve yeah. their words for those around them? Yeah, you know, um, let's talk uh, introvert, extrovert. Mm -hmm. um, you know, for the introvert, uh, the Holy Spirit is calling you to be bold. Mm. Um, now, let's not confuse that with the Holy Spirit is trying to turn you into an extrovert. Um, yeah. Introverts, I love you. I love your, um, you, that you're contemplative and that you draw energy by, you know, um, by going and being alone, um, by retreating. And that's great. That's how God, that is how God wired you. Yeah. But introverts, you have a word and you cannot use that personality trait uh, as an excuse not to speak a word of affirmation or encouragement to people. And God is drawing you out. Uh, the Holy Spirit is calling you to be bold. You know that the Holy Spirit is upon you when you've got a word or you've got a thought that you need to share with somebody, um, mm. when, you, when you need to be put in an uncomfortable situation where you're in a crowd of people um, and you're going to be seen, but you know that God is working because that's so not your personality, but he's drawing that out of you um, to share a word and to be bold and give an encouraging mm. word. You cannot rely on your personality trait um, as an excuse uh, not to be bold when the Holy Spirit is just pulling it out of you extroverts extroverts i'm an extrovert right and uh i've Over, told people <laughs> i've told people i've told people for a long time you know the holy spirit's working in my life when i'm quiet mm, yeah. <laughs> so the holy spirit has turned me uh into a complementative person mm. um where that's not my personality my personality is just to say whatever's on my mind and just blurt it out um but extroverts um when you control your words, um, you're, you're, you, you know how to be encouraging. You know how to speak. You're not scared to speak in public. You're not scared to uh, be in a crowd of people. Um, but when you, um, when you surrender your voice to the Holy Spirit, yeah. um, then you can give a true word from God. Amen. Yeah, so that's, that's my word uh, for, for the introvert, extrovert, um, excuse yeah. <laughs> for, yeah. you know, the extroverts just want to come in and just <clears throat> shotgun blast you with a bunch of encouragement. And that's great. I mean, there's, there's nothing negative about sharing encouraging words, but you know, there's, it can be plasticky if it's mm -hmm. not, um, if it's not from the soul, if it's not yeah. from the, the Holy spirit. Yeah. And, uh, if you want your words to be powerful, extrovert, uh, take some time and surrender your voice to the Holy spirit mm -hmm. and see how he pulls you back. And then gives you just the right thing to say at just the right time that just radically changes somebody's life. Mm, it's so good. Yeah. It's so good. Brother, thank you for coming uh, out here with me this week. Oh, Spend that time. You. Thank Thanks you, for man. taking some time this morning before you fly back home uh, yeah. to, to be on the podcast. Yeah. But, you know, back when this ministry was called Heart of the Outdoors, uh, I would close something like this by saying, whether your idea of the outdoors 
is climbing a mountain or, or out in the field or whether it's from the front door to the car door, <laughs> uh, get outside. Yeah. God is the heart of it all. Yeah, that's good. And uh, you can't deny uh, his creation. Amen. So, uh, listeners, viewers, thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, please, if this message was encouraging or challenging to you, uh, share it, like it, pass it along. I uh, love you all, and we'll talk to you next time.